It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard. Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton on a a Monday, and we're getting closer, uh, Brady. We get through this week, and then next week we get to start the uh, actual games. But uh, it's a busy week this week. It is. With three important stops along the way for us. Yeah, and I think three spots that, again, we we need to learn a lot about. We learned a lot last week about our our Max Silver teams we cover. And, well, we have the two Port Huron schools, and we have Cross-Lex coming up. all those teams lost some big pieces, some return a lot, but we're here at Port here on high, and you know the Big Reds, I think they're going to be a fun team, but the positions that I'm going to try to learn about are the ones that maybe aren't touching the ball. Yeah, uh, we know that there's talent. There's talent here every year, Brady. Uh, we know that there's some exceptional talent with this football team. Now it's it's maximizing their potential and and getting the results from this football team that we we've kind of wanted, um, you know. Last year, I guess we'll, we'll give them uh, a little bit of, of breathing room because they graduated from a, a great team. Yeah, uh, the COVID year they had an unbelievable team here, and they were you know a little less experienced. They've got that year under their belt, and I think this is a big show-me year for this big red group. Yeah, and you look at their losses last year. Okay, you have Stony Creek, who's an OAA red team. That is a very talented team. The game was closer than the score indicated. Roseville, Dennis, you did that game last year. They were very competitive with Roseville. Just couldn't quite have uh, the, the horses at the end. And then Michigan Collegiate, a team that we were shocked that they kind of got blown out by. But then five weeks later when they were playing at Ford Field, you went, okay, that makes a little yeah. more sense. And then obviously the playoff game in in the, the second Mud Bowl of that season against Northern where it was just a slot fest and Northern was able to, to get the few big plays. But, yeah, I think Port Huron, it's going to be a fun season. They're going to have a tough test to start it off with. But I'm excited to talk to Coach Perk and some of the big reds. All right, and we'll get it all going in just a moment here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. 
700 for all your real estate needs. O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Brady Port Huron. Brady here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. They're already impressive selection has now doubled i guarantee if you go into tp logos you will find something you love for your local team if they don't have what you like they'll custom make something just for you that's tp logos at 901 michigan avenue in marysville mattress king has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years with locations in port huron richmond lapeer chesterfield and hall road they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs mattress king carries all the top brands such as serta stearns and foster sealy Eye Comfort and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Garrett Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. The YMCA of the Blue Water area is pleased to announce a Night of Champions Thursday, September 15th at 6 p.m. at the McMoran Arena in downtown Port Huron. Eight-time Emmy Award winner Mike Doc Emmerich will host with special guests, activities, food, and both live and site 1525 3rd Street in Port Huron. Cost is $100 per person or $1,000 for a table. For more information on a Night of Champions with Mike Doc Emmerich, call the Y at 810-987-6400, extension 132. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref! That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, and Dan Perkins, the head coach of the Port here, and Hot Big Reds joining us on the uh, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Coach, I haven't seen you since softball season. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a heck of a season. Hopefully we can do that. That, that was a whole lot of fun, and I was just joking with, with Brady. If we get uh, some of those athletes on your dad's team to yeah. come over here and, and play football yeah. for you, you might have something going on. No kidding, yeah. Well, the, the one girl knows all about Michigan, doesn't she? Yes, she So, does. yeah, pretty cool. Hey, we, we were just talking about it uh, before you got over here, uh, Coach, that um, I, I don't know, maybe kind of a, a show-me season. For the, for the Big Reds, because we know this football team's got talent. We know that they were a little inexperienced last year, but now they got that year un, under your belt, and, and you've got some guys here, and, and and we're looking for stuff. Is it unfair to put those expectations on you? Uh, I don't think so. I think, uh, you know, judging by the way we've started and how fast things have gone to start, uh, the progression compared to last year is just lightning speed so uh no i think uh i think we're here to play and we're, we're going to show some things sure no doubt about it talk about players progressing and i know you guys have been most of the staff has been together a long time but as the head coach you're in your second year you've, you've gone through it all now as the head man how has the progression been as the coach and has everything just seemed a little easier the second time around especially with most of the COVID stuff behind us oh no, it's not easy at all i tell you there's so many things that have to be done and uh whatnot and it's a full-time job um it's a great job uh, I love every second of it, but uh, no, it's not easier. I can tell you that right now. And uh, holding these expectations for the young men, um, you know, you got to be a, a tyrant at times, and um, and they got to know what's expected of them. So it's a nonstop situation. Uh, now that being said, and you you remarked something about the guys that have been here. Mm -hmm. I can tell you, I have the most professional staff that I could possibly ho hope for. Um, these guys were around all summer, uh, gave up their own time all summer long, uh, scheduled things. Whenever I need something done, it just gets done, it seems, and I, I really don't have to ask. And I'm, we're really, really blessed and fortunate in that manner. Um, we got about four or five head coaches on this staff, so that's a great thing. All right, let's, uh, let's kind of uh, rehash last year before we get into to this year. Um, you know, it, it was kind of a rough start with, with Stony Creek, although I, I feel like it was just the start of that game that was the problem, and that by the second half of that football game, you guys started playing more like you knew you could, and then in the next weeks to come, uh, you became a much better football team week to week. Well, you got to remember, everything was new on offense, mm -hmm. and so... Uh, you know, yeah, we went and scrimmaged and we did things throughout practice for three weeks. But, uh, geez, as we walked into Rochester, we didn't, weren't sure exactly what was going to go on. We had a hope and an idea. Um, and so it was great. Uh, Gabe Moe's last year, the first play of the game, kind of uh, shuffled through and uh, broke out for a touchdown. And we were like, wow, this is easy. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, uh, and that's a juggernaut program. That OAA is crazy good. Uh, red and so uh, yeah I think um, once you get film on it on your team and we could tweak what's going on yeah things got a lot smoother 
as we went and uh and we ran through the the blue pretty good so. yeah you definitely did you undefeated mac blue champs you culminated it with a win over your crosstown rival port here on northern end of the season had two really tough teams roseville is a very talented team um they they lost in the playoffs to de la salle who eventually won the state title then warren collegiate who played for a state title and then you had the 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 rain game against northern where you dropped them in the playoffs what has the message been in the off season about hey we started strong but in the dog days when it gets cold when it gets wet this is how we have to finish what have you done to kind of instill to get that next step out of these guys well yeah and you could count uh rochester hills uh on that too because it was hot as heck mm -hmm. they went to a real quick snap at the towards the end of the second half where they uh ran the clock down to five seconds got turned around at the line and and snapped we weren't really prepared for that type of situation either um Elements really played a part in the last year. Um, I'm not trying to make excuses, but uh, that it was part of the year, um, put it that way. And, you know, we felt really good about what we did last year and what we were able to accomplish through the Mac Blue. Um, and that's our league goal every year is to win the Mac Blue Championship or whatever league of the Mac that we're in. We were able to do that. Um, and then we dropped the ball in the playoffs. So uh, we're looking to rebound that way. All right, let, let's get into what was your off-season like and what have been, the practices been like so far? So, you know, in our off-season, we have a uh, class here at the school, um, and we just hit the weight room on Monday. We hit it on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and we really pressed weights and uh, got the kids stronger, and it has proven out. We uh, These kids from that were freshmen last year, now sophomores on up, are a strong bunch um, and so physically they're capable of uh, handling each other uh, pretty well and, I, and I'm assuming uh, the opponents. Um, in the summertime we came in uh, Monday through Thursday lifted um, we had a lot of things go on seven on sevens we did four of those we uh, had a bunch of fundraising activities we had to do so there was a lot of time the kids spent all summer uh, and doing a lot of things so um, it was great to see them all summer, but they gave up a lot of their summer, and many of them were very, very committed to that, and it was great. Now that we're here week one, just about 10 days away, and it seems like it's been a port here on tradition the last decade or so, that you open with just an absolute juggernaut. Yeah. And this year is no different. Grand Rapids, Catholic Central, uh, beat Marine City in the D5 state championship. You get to go play at the big house. One, what is it like having that test in week one, getting able to have the measuring stick, and two, it's got to be a cool experience for you and the kids getting to go play in Ann Arbor at Michigan Stadium. Right. Well, going back to Coach Mullins, you know, um, we would always try to schedule the, the best opponent we could um, to kind of give ourselves a test um, and uh, and see where we line up. Now, sometimes we've been able to be successful on that and sometimes not. But uh, really the scheduling system uh, that we look at uh, – one thing about scheduling these juggernaut teams is that we get these opportunities uh, to do special things. Mm -hmm. uh, we played at Wayne State uh, years ago. Yep. As you know, we got to play at Flint Atwood Stadium, and that was a special circumstance. Uh, and now we get to go to Michigan. And, uh, you know, by scheduling these teams, that's the, th those are the teams people want to see play. Mm -hmm. Okay? Uh, and so 
uh, we feel like we're right in that ballpark and right in that arena. We've got special players, uh, and we always we come out with special teams. So uh, we feel like we belong, and that's what we seek out. So, uh, yeah, and then Grand Rapids presents a heck of a test. I, they haven't lost in three years. Uh, and so uh, that speaks for itself. But, um, you know, we've got a good look at them on film, and uh, – they're going to have a lot of really, really high-quality players, and um, so we'll see what happens, I guess. As you figure, if the kids can handle the big house, they'll be able to handle yeah. the field when you get there. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's the theory, right. Uh, you know, we've been close um, to do, doing that type of thing, but uh, like I said, we're not going to shy away from anybody, and we, we're seeking these big opportunities because it's great for these kids and it seems like about every five years we get to go and uh, do something special. So uh, that's really neat. Last year when I'd come before practice to get the pregame interview uh, for the game that week, one thing you always were praising was your offensive line, making life easy for your the ball carrier. You lost a lot of those the, the beef, all the big guys up front. How do you guys plan on replacing it, and, and how do you emphasize how important it is to have a strong offensive line? Right, so a lot of that was addressed in the theory class and in the mm -hmm. weight room over the summer. Um, and we had uh, uh, kids that were uh, younger kids last year that – learned last year got theirself uh, physically where they need to be this year uh, and are opposed to have a real nice season um, you know we've got uh, three returning kids that played a lot on the o-line um, and then a couple newer players uh, but i think really body wise and, and uh, physically they're in a good spot um, i could tell you it begins and ends with noah myuri um, that kid is a beast, uh, flat-out beast in the weight room. He moves really, really well. Uh, he's gotten taller. He's just huge, and uh, none of these guys really want to go up against him very often. But uh, he could be just a terror. So uh, that's that's one. That's a good start. I can tell you that much. All right, let's uh, let's talk about the guys now that uh, on the offensive side of the ball because that's where it's always fun to watch the big reds. You've always got explosive guys. You've always got guys that anywhere on the field, if you can get the ball in their hands and in space, they're a threat to, to make a big play for you. And, of course, it starts with Amari, but you've got some other guys too. Oh, yeah. Well, it's nice to get the ball in Amari's hands every snap uh, for one thing. But, uh, you know, last year we had Gabe Mose to hand the ball off to. When he couldn't, Gavin Troy did. Gavin's back. Um, he is recovering from a bit of an injury. He had some surgery, but uh, uh, he's looking incredible. He's fast as uh, can be, and uh, he's having that year under him last year. Um, his vision is just exemplary. Um, on the outsides, we have three, four, five different guys with uh, uh, Connor Rosen, uh, Jaden Ashford, Nate Oreo. Um, guys that can take it, uh, you know, you can get a ball to and they can make things happen in the open field. So uh, we feel really good about our skill players. Um, you know, it'd be nice to have a whole bunch more, but, uh, hey, we'll dance with what we got and uh, uh, we feel good about it. Defensively, you guys were pretty strong last year, especially in league play. It seems like most more often than not it was two touchdowns or less. What do you expect from the Big Red defense this year? Yeah, well, uh, again, it's going to be a real high-quality unit. Uh, our linebacking core is uh, experienced with uh, Luke Allen being, uh, playing in the middle and Gavin Troy again. Um, we got a, a, a young man that is uh, now a senior, Luke Collins. Um, these three can really run. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and Luke Allen's a real ball hawk and a real tough kid in the middle, but uh, they can really run sideline to sideline. Um, so we're looking forward a lot from them. The secondary, the back uh, four are pretty well returning kids as well. Um, Jaden Ashford led us in interceptions. He's got the school record, so uh, kind of starts with him. But Nate and uh, uh, the Goulding boys, um, we feel really strong about our back four as well. Uh, and then up front, Caden Rogers. Enough said. No. Uh, he has just been fantastic this camp. Um, it's almost as if he's unblockable. Uh, and he can bull rush you. He can go around you. Um, but he's very, very disciplined as well uh, to do what he needs to do. So um, we feel real good about our defense. I think we're going to be solid as heck. Again. Where do you hit these guys? Because it seems yeah. like uh, every couple of years there's a guy at PH yeah. like that. It, they're incredible. Well, you know, when they come in as freshmen, we kind of identify them, but uh, we force them to do the work in a weight room, do the work in these other sports that they play, um, getting their feet quicker and, and doing things like that. And uh, then they just, lo and behold, grow up. And a guy like Caden, geez, you know, if I had 100 of him, we'd never lose a game uh, because he lives here. He's basically at the school here <laughs> all, all the time. Um, I don't know where he goes to eat or uh, how he gets any money, but... Uh, you know, that's kind of the breed that uh, winds up coming through, uh, and it's great. Well, Coach, I wish we could have you on all show, but I know you got to practice too, yeah. so I'll leave you with this question. What should people expect from Big Red football in 2022? I think we're going to be fast. It's going to be exciting football. Um, offense and defensively, we're going to be fast. Uh, the, the way that camp has started, it has blown me away with uh, the speed that they things – the kids are moving at but also uh, being able to pick up the schemes and things uh, that we're asking them and and you know that's from freshmen all the way up uh, we had an inner squad on Saturday and our freshmen ran I think five run plays and four pass plays well that's quite a bit more than last year so uh, uh, just as an indication things are just really happening fast and progressing really fast so I think we're going to be a, an exciting team to watch and uh, and we should be able to run run around the field good. Don't miss it. I won't miss Don't it. Don't blink. Going to be at the big house uh, to watch that uh, first yeah. one. Uh, and, and I've been saying it to everybody, but I really mean it here because it seems like it's been poking its head up the last few years. Stay healthy. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. That's, uh, fingers crossed, right? We got the best trainer in the business, Coach Brady, so uh, he keeps us doing what we need to do, hopefully. Anyway. All right, thanks a lot, Coach. All right, guys, thank you. All right, we'll take a quick break, and then Brady and I will be back with uh, more here from Big Red's practice on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood, or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV... The engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. 
contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, Think Mattress King. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I'm supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
Magna International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water Area High School Athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, joined now by the Big Reds, uh, Caden Rogers. And uh, it's it's a name I've said in, in the past, but it's I get the feeling it's a name I'm going to say a lot this year. Uh, on the defensive side of the, uh, the ball, Caden, um, there's some expectations. And you're going to be a guy right in the middle of those expectations. You guys did really well in the blue last year. I think Brady was looking at it about, about two touchdowns a game is about all anybody could get against the, the Big Reds. You're going to have a nice test, though, in week one. First off, excited to go to the big house? That is for sure. Most yeah. More excited than I've ever been. Biggest game of my life. <laughs> it's going to be crazy, that's for sure. And Grand Rapids Catholic Central, I think I think it's three years since they've lost. Is that intimidating? Or are you just I think it's just a good, opportun- good opportunity is what I'm viewing it as. It's a good team to play. It's a good place to play, that's for sure. Last year, I mean, you guys had – especially when you look back at the end of the season, played some really talented teams. Stony Creek's in the OAA Red. That's one of the best conferences in the state. Roseville obviously has just gluttons of college talent. Michigan Collegiate played for a state title. How does that help you prepare, and how do you like to look up to that challenge going into a game knowing you're playing D1 caliber players, playing state championship level talent? I think it just can show you how, how like what you can do, like your own potential. How, whatever you can do, it's just great playing better teams because it's better to be a great team than a team that's not nothing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Over the last couple of seasons, played with a lot of good teammates, uh, and you've seen a lot of good guys on, on the, the, the field. What do you guys learn from each other? What's the camaraderie like with, with the Big Reds? Um, how do you guys get along? I think we get along great. We just, you know, we got to work hard to get, get tough sometimes, but you got to make everybody better, make your teammates better. I played with a lot of great, a lot of great players in the past, especially when I was a sophomore going against Noah Kendall, Jace Mullins, all those big guys, the Sandersons. That definitely made me a lot better, that's for sure. I think we just try to make each other better every day. You, know, you talk about, especially in the offseason, Coach Perkins talked about you guys really got after in the weight room football theory. How much of the team bonding happens then when, you know, you're sweating together, you're cursing out the workouts together, but this is the fun part right now at camp, putting the pads on. The hard part is in mid-March when you have to do those lifts. How much did that help you bring you guys together? I think it definitely helps team bonding. You know, you work out with different groups, but you got to work hard at all times, and it's just getting into football earlier. I love it. Talk about uh, you in particular uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Where are we going to see you at on the uh, field? Uh, what's your job? You're going to see me at strong defensive end. I'm going to keep contain or be two gapping, controlling all the gaps near me. And I'm going to make sure I'm doing that all year, that's for sure. So with, with looking at your schedule, we didn't ask Coach Perkins about this, and that's my fault, but I'll ask you, um, before we got on the air, we were talking about your last week's game is against Marysville. At the oldest, you were probably two years old the last time that game happened. 
What does it mean to renew a rivalry that's been dormant for the better part of two decades? I think it's going to be great. It's going to be a fun thing to do. I know, and I don't ever remember them playing them, of course, because it was a very long time ago, but I'm excited for it because, you know, I'm not necessarily friends with a lot of them kids, but I know who they are. You know, mm -hmm. they're definitely a close town team. It's going to be fun playing, that's for sure. Got to be better playing them than a Warren Woods Tower or yeah. someone that you just don't really have that connection to. That is for sure. Definitely. It's fun playing people that you know. More competition makes the game tougher. Have a good time. It's got to be a better atmosphere at Memorial Stadium, too. I love playing Memorial Stadium, that's for sure. Well, it's got to be extra fun, too, when, you know, not just uh, your side is going to be filled up, but the other team's going to actually be bringing some fans because you have a lot of those games, you know, when a, a cousin or, or, or yeah. Sterling Heights come to town and you look over on one side and there's about four, four people, and then, you know, <laughs> obviously uh, it's a home game for you, so I guess it doesn't bother you that much, but just the, the whole atmosphere uh, and having a big crowd. It's got to pump you guys up. Definitely, I love it. It's always a loud crowd, too, and you have big plays. Hypes everybody up, keeps keeps the hype and momentum going, for sure. Well, you had two big games last year. Obviously, the Crosstown Showdown, that place is always packed, standing room only. Plus, always. you get them in the first game, then you drop the playoff game. Has that just been bulletin board material, something you've been looking to avenge for the last nine months or so? I mean, definitely. It's our rival team. We The goal is always to beat them. You don't want to have them talking crap smack all year about how they beat you. So, mm -hmm. Especially in the playoffs, it's definitely not fun losing to them then. So hopefully we get them this year. We should. That game was absolutely ridiculous. Like, I, 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 <laughs> that mud was insane. End, by the end of the first quarter, I didn't know who anybody was. I you know. guys are all covered. Everybody was just, the whole, everybody's jersey was just brown. End of the game. There was no game. feel like how difficult of a condition is that to play in, or were you guys just loving it? I loved it personally. I think I think we all kind of loved it. You know, it was tough playing in that. Every player just getting slammed into the mud, whether your offense or defense, you're putting somebody in the mud. But I love it. It's just fun. As a leader on the defense, what do you want the expectation to be for this defense, and how do you set that expectation for others to follow? I think uh, the expectation is just to try to never allow any touchdowns. The goal is zero points every game. Mm -hmm. Of course, mistakes are going to happen, but the goal is zero touchdowns, and I think you make that happen. You just got to have discipline, be hard on people. When mistakes are made, you know, we'll run, try to get reminders, remind yourself not to be making mm -hmm. those big mistakes again. Now, are we always just going to exclusively see you on the defensive side of the ball? Are they going to give you any touches on offense? Yes, sir. I'll be starting at tight end again this year, so I'm excited for that. I love tight end. Love blocking, catching the ball, all of it. Well, Caden, my go-to wrap-up question for the interview, I'll ask you this. You've already kind of answered this, but what do you want the identity of not only yourself but this big red football team to be in 2022? I want us to be seen as not only a winning team but a team that goes out there and we give it our all. It's better to give it your all than – it's better to be a non-good player and give it everything you got than have be amazing and not give it all you got. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Definitely. That's definitely the goal for the end of the year. Good stuff. Caden, thanks a lot for doing this. Yes, sir. Uh, I appreciate stay it. Stay healthy, and uh, good luck this year. I appreciate it. All right, there's Caden Rogers back with another Big Red in just a moment. All right, Nate Orioles going to join us uh, now, and uh, Nate's actually – we're going to call his name quite a bit this season because uh, you're going to be out there on offense, defense, and special teams. Yeah. So I think this is a good idea. Always like seeing you uh, get the uh, football. Let's talk about the offensive side of the ball first because they're going to put you in at receiver. Yep. Yeah, we'll be in. A, I'll be in at receiver. You know, I'll be running the jet sweeps kind of like I did last year, and I'll also be running like our main routes. Like you'll see me running some wheels and other stuff like that. And yeah. Defensive side of the ball, you'll be paired up opposite Jaden Ashford. Yep. Now, the good part of that is you know you have a really talented corner guy, leads the school history with interceptions. Yeah. So that means 
whether they mean to or not, I guess you're the one they quote unquote pick on. So do you take that as a little bit of a challenge knowing that they might be looking away from Jaden and that means you're going to get a, lot, oh, a few more balls thrown your way? Come at me. I mean, <laughs> d d do it. I, hey, I'm going to be ready, you know. I'll you best believe I'm going to get some picks this year. Might even see a pick six here and there, but I mean, throw the ball my way. I dare you. I like the confidence. Uh, yeah. Kick returns too. Yeah. Uh, is this something you've done in the past? Or? Yeah. Um, I did. I did a couple last year, but it was pretty rough because um, later in the year, I mean, it was just mud bowls basically. So right. Never really took the chance on you know fumbling one, but this year I will be returning them. Well, we do love Memorial Stadium. Still <laughs> love it if it had turf too. Yeah. But it is got it's got a great venue. But so you're playing all three phases of a game. Is yeah. that a challenge you look forward to? I know when I played, I loved like just find a spot for me on, a, on every play. Do you like being out there for 70 snaps a game out of 75? Oh, I love it. I mean, I'm I'm here to win. I'm gonna do whatever you take. I mean, we got I think like six or seven guys playing both sides of the ball. So. Me being one of them means that, you know, coaches trust me a lot. And I'm going to perform wherever they put me, and, you know, I'm ready to go, and I'm just going to be conditioned so I'm able to do that. Now, you have and can play quarterback for this big <laughs> football team, too. Yeah. They need you, too. Yeah. What's that experience like, and, and how much did you enjoy your opportunities playing that position? Well, I actually played quarterback my entire life, so, I mean, I know what I'm going to do when I'm in there, so, I mean, me thrown in there against a couple of good teams like Northern and Roseville. I mean, it, it's, it's of course a challenge, but, you know, I'm ready. I'm also practicing it every day, and, you know, it's fun at quarterback. It really is. Well, you talk about challenges. Port Huron High is no stranger to scheduling challenges. Week one, Grand Rapids Catholic Central. Not only are they usually one of the best teams in D5, a lot of them consider one of the best teams in the entire state regardless of division. What does that challenge mean for you knowing you're going up against a returning state champion and a state power um, at the big house? You see, um, we're just going to look at them like they're any other team. You know, we're not going to look at them like they're, you know, these state champions. We're going to come in like we're better than them. Of course, we're going to come in confident. It's a big house. Both, both teams are going to be hyped, so... I mean, I think all of that will level out the anxiety, everything like that. But we're not going to go in there like they're, they're this crazy team. We're going to go in there, you know, ready to go. How do you balance the the confidence? Because obviously you need to have that, but it's a thin line between being confident and then getting too cocky and yeah. maybe underrating your opponent and taking them for granted. How do you toe that line? Um, I mean, we we know they're good, but we also we also know what we can do. Mm -hmm. So it's. I mean, if we go in there just like, oh, yeah, we're going to beat them up, I mean, we know it's going to be a good game. I mean, they haven't lost in however many years, but we're going to do our best. They're going to do their best, and that's all it is. When you step through that corridor and walk out on the <laughs> big house field, what, what do you think that experience is going to be like, and how long do you think it's going to take you to kind of not be a deer in headlights anymore and be ready to play football? Honestly, I mean, this isn't the same, but we did play at Little Caesars Arena for basketball. So, like, when we got there, I mean, it was hype, but I was able to get into the game pretty fast. I mean, I think it's going to be the same at the big house. Um, of course, our fans will be hype. I mean, everyone's going to be hype. But, honestly, when I walk out there, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like, wow, but I'm also ready to play some football. You know, we're also there to win. It looks big, but it's still just 100 yards. <laughs> yeah, it's still 100 <laughs> yards. 
I mean, you know, the Big House is a great venue, but Memorial Stadium's a great venue. Well, as far Memorial. as high school stadiums go, not only is it one of the best in the area, but constantly you'll see people bring it up as one of the best in the state. What does it mean when you go out there and you play not only the Crosstown Showdown, but at the end of the year you'll play Marysville? That, that stadium will be packed for that game. What does it mean when you get a great atmosphere at Memorial, and, and what's it like to play at such a great stadium? I've always loved Memorial. I mean, me just growing up looking at it, so like, Last year, when there's however like thousands and thousands of people watching PH versus Northern, I mean, just gets you ready for the game. I mean, everyone's tuned in. Like, I don't know. I I, I love it. So being in the big house, I'm also gonna be ready like that. It's, I love Memorial though too. Uh, we, we talked a little bit uh, with Caden about that playoff game in the mud. Um, that, that was just uh, ridiculous. Uh, he said he had a lot of fun. How did you feel about the whole thing? Um, you know, I kind of wish there was better weather. Um, yeah, it was it was an interesting game. It wasn't like anything I've ever played before. Um, I mean, it wasn't even. I mean, it still was football, but it just came down to. I mean, who was tougher at that point? And I think it got to us. But some we'll have to be ready for next year, this year. Talked about Caden Rogers, um, at least on the defensive side. As a DB, it always helps when they don't have a long time to throw, when you don't have to worry about long developing routes, second, third moves. How much does it help when you have a guy like Caden Rogers rushing the passer and making the quarterback get that ball out quickly? I mean, Caden Rogers is just a beast. I mean, he, he's a dog. I mean, like, biggest guy on the field. He's stronger than everyone out here benching 315, three, whatever. He's pushing anyone out of his way, and he's going to get to that quarterback every time. So makes our job at corner a lot easier. Safety's a lot easier. Linebackers are also able to help in coverage. And also when you got a guy like Noah Myuri too, who's mm -hmm. also going to be stepping up this year, I mean, makes it a lot easier on those corners. Okay, we've got Nate here. They've got Jaden Ashford. We've had uh, Amari has played in the secondary. Uh, Shaka Brown. <laughs> Where do you get all these great secondary guys? <laughs> <laughs> it's just... It's just a, it's a culture at PH, you know. Always got a pretty good secondary. You know, they also had guys like Niger and everyone who came through here. But you also have those linemen like um, Noah Kendall, who was just here. So, I mean, it's just been around for a while, I guess. When you talk about the secondary players, even on this team right now, guys who would touch the ball yourself. Obviously, Amari is at quarterback. Gavin Troy can touch. Jaden Ashford, Connor Rosenall. It feels like you just have uh, this, this excess of guys that can touch the ball how do you guys manage that because obviously you want to touch the ball as much as you can but does it help knowing you have four other guys that if you give them the ball they can go 80 yards and score oh 100 percent i mean we have options everywhere amari doesn't just have to you know rely on one guy when he has you know all these crazy wide receivers out here who are doing the best around here so i mean it's just helping out amari and i don't know i like it uh Give us your opinion on uh, the job that uh, Coach Perkins is doing. You know, he, he'd been on the staff for a long time, but he was the head guy for the first time yeah. last year. So it's got to be different last year to this year so far. Um, I mean, he did great when he, he stepped in. Everything was organized. Um, he knew what he was doing. Basically, you know, carrying on what Mullins did. But, I mean, we, we all love Coach Perkins, so 
We're going to listen to him whenever, whenever he tells us to do anything. He's doing a great job. Seems like they've had more or less the same staff here for the last 15 years. Yeah. Does it help you mention growing up, going to Memorial Stadium, you saw all these same guys on the sideline, now you're playing for them? That's got to be a little cool moment knowing you're a part of this lineage and this this all these coaching staff, and they've coached some pretty good players too in that time. Yeah, yeah, they have. Um Seeing all these guys and, you know, watching my brother grow up, I'm always on the sidelines, so I've always mm -hmm. known them for a pretty while now, so me playing with them, it's pretty great. All right. What are the Big Reds going to be like this year? Dominant. That's one word, dominant. We're going to dominate both sides of the ball. Um, our offense is going to be really good this year. You'll see You'll see a lot more passing. You'll, you're you going to see us um, throw the ball around more. Amari Haller has grown really good. And on the de defensive side, I mean, it's nearly the same defense we had last year, minus a couple guys like Gay Mose and Joe Joe Myuri, but other than that, we're ready to go this year. All right. Well, Nate, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Uh, appreciate it. Stay healthy. And, well, we're excited for the 26th. Uh, get to watch you in, in the big house under the bright lights. But like yep. we said, still just 100 yards, 53 yards wide, same field. <laughs> yeah. Thanks again. Uh, get back to practice and uh, stay healthy. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. They're going to TP Logos. You will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball. Call 810-987-2185. We welcome you to make Port Huron's 
schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, and now Noah Myuri joins us. Uh, and he is blotting out the sun, folks. <laughs> <laughs> this is one big dude. <laughs> Noah, thanks for doing this. Yeah, I got uh, you. We got, we got you out of some running here, so I know you got a big smile on your face. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy about that one. Well, we were talking uh, just before we came back from the, the commercials. You had quite a little growth spurt here during the offseason. Yeah, it was, it was pretty weird. I don't know. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't expect to put on this much weight and grow like that in the matter of like eight months so last year you were up listed at about what five, we said about what 511 225 yeah. somewhere in there yeah and now you're on the roster at 61 275 yeah that is a big change how much of that is the off-season stuff obviously you can't control how much you grow height wise yeah. but the, the 50 pounds is something that is intentional and how much did the off-season program with these coaches and with your teammates help that oh it helped a lot my teammates and my coaches pushed me they they pushed me to be become better and become bigger because we need someone to lead the line so I just took it upon myself to put in the extra work the extra hours so I could be bigger and lead everyone it's kind of a big red tradition to have to have that big offensive uh, line guys like Aaron Smith and uh, some of the other guys who've come through here in, in the uh, past so having big bodies up on the, the line is, is kind of a big red tradition so you're just kind of filling a spot yeah and I mean we're all, we're a run offense so we kind of got to have big people to make sure our little little guys get to the hole so offensive lineman is a very selfless position 
Oh, yeah. You don't guys like us usually don't talk about you too much because you're not the one with the ball. You don't get your stats in the paper. But in film study, it's got to feel good when you open up the big hole. How do you take that mentality when you are on the offensive line? I mean, I just, I, I just, I don't know. I just kind of tell my line what to or not what to do. We just have our calls, so mm-hmm. we do our calls, and then it just everything goes into play. It just all works out. Yeah, it's it, it doesn't bother you at all. It, that uh, we're talking about Amari and Gavin and Nate going 75 yards uh, on the run when they wouldn't get seven inches if you didn't <laughs> open that hole for them. Yeah, I mean, it don't bother me at all because at the end of the day, I feel like everyone should know that the, the linemen are the ones doing it because I feel without us making holes, how are they going to – how are they going to hit the 75-yard touchdowns all the time? Well, it stems from your head ball coach, Coach Perkins. Every time we talk to him, especially last year, very complimentary of the offensive line. And from your head coach, he understands the importance that the offensive line takes. How does it feel knowing that Coach Perkins really emphasizes your position and really appreciates your position? I mean, it feels good. It feels good to get like acknowledged for what we do because nine, like nine times out of ten, most people they don't recognize. Like in the NFL, you really see people talking about the linemen getting down. It's all like wide receivers and running backs. Like, so I mean, it, it feels good to get known that we're actually doing stuff. All right, now uh, your brother Joe. Was uh, was part of things here with the the big reds. Good player as well. He had the pick six a couple of years ago in the, yeah. in the crosstown uh, rivalry game. Uh, how much did you learn from your brother? A lot, actually. He he taught me how to be like disciplined and humble, and how to like always work. Because before that, I was I was kind of like slacking. And then Joe was he was always on my hip. He was like, "Bro, you got to start working. You got to start doing this." So I started going to the gym with him, and it just became like a like a habit. Well, not only your brother, when you have other guys out here, and we've talked to a couple, Caden Rogers was a name that we talked to him about and other people brought up. When you're in the weight room pushing it, and one guy's putting up this much weight, and you want to catch him, and then you put up more, and he puts up more, how much does that competition fuel you in the weight room? A lot. I like being the, I like being the top. So when I see someone that's putting up more weight than me or doing more than me, I'm like, I got to get on my game. I got to start working out more so I can be on the top. How much how much are you doing right now? I squat 455, my bench is like 275 and then my clean's like 225, 235. I've been maxing them in a while. So. What was your best? Those, my those, best is about 35. <laughs> those, those are some pretty good numbers. Um, so, it's like lifting a car. Over. Yeah, yeah, and and obviously you know that the the weight room plays a huge part, but. You have a tough schedule. We've talked about it with everyone, and not only the physical toughness, but the mental toughness, knowing that you aren't going to have that cupcake game week one. You don't get that ease in. You're playing one of the premier programs in the state uh, in the opener at the big house. What does that mean for you, and how do you tackle that challenge? I mean, I actually like it. I'd rather have a more like game that's harder to play than a easy game because it shows us where we're at and what we got to work on. Because if we – if we're going against some team that's just everyone walks on, I mean, what are we going to get out of it? We're just going to be a 63-0 blowout, and we don't learn anything. We just – it's just – I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, you, you get an opportunity here to, to figure out just how good you guys actually are or how much better you need to get, and, and it gives you eight weeks to do it. Yeah, and, I mean, it's in the big house, so you can't go, you can't go wrong with the big house game for the first game. 
yeah, you get to go play in one of the biggest stadiums in the country. Uh, we talked to Nate Oreo about this, but from your perspective, how long do you think it'll take you once you get out there and you look around and you got a 100,000 seat stadium? Obviously, it's not going to be full, but there's going to be a good amount of people there. How long is it going to take you to go, okay, this is cool, but the field's 100 yards long. It's the same game we play at Memorial Stadium. Let's buckle up the helmets and let's get to this. I feel like it'll be a little bit. I want to kind of explore and see what see what it's about. But then after that, I'm going to lock down and go to work. Because, I mean, I feel like it's just just like playing at Memorial Stadium. It's just 95,000 more seats, something <laughs> like that. I guess the good thing for you is you're, you're at a spot on the field where you're going to get contact right away. I mean, when you're in the game, first snap, there's going to be hitting. Oh, yeah, but I, I love contact. I live for it, so, I mean, it's it's all right with me. So we talked about you on the offense side. Are we going to see you on the defensive side trying to ball hawk, maybe plug some gaps on the defensive line? Yeah, I'll be on the defensive side. I th I'm pretty sure they got they got me playing the three-tech, so mm -hmm. I'll, be, I'll be out on the D-line. So is it nice going from blocking everyone to now you get to shed them and now you get to go tackle those ball carries, get to change up the pace a little bit? Yeah, I like it, but I also like I like offense more. I feel like I like defense when I like when I was younger and I used to play, but I'm starting to grow love for um, the O line more than the D line. Playing both sides of the ball, though, it's got to help you a little bit because uh, as an offensive guy, you know what you have to do as as a defensive guy to get in at the quarterback. So it's kind of got to give you the mental edge as well. Yeah, and I mean it's just it's more reps, so I know like how they play, what they do when they shoot their hands, like what moves they do so I can just sit back and observe and then when I go I know what they do so it makes my job ten times easier. Playing both sides of the ball and especially offensive line, how much over the past year or so has your football IQ grown that you understand why you're blocking this way or why you're shooting this gap and it helps you grow as a player? It's improved a lot actually because when I like when I was a freshman when I first came in I didn't really know like why or what I was just doing it to do it but once I started like looking and observing more I realized that like when you block this like this guy and go to this backer this opens up or when you do this this happens so. you realize the coaches aren't just yelling at you to hit a guy there's a, there's a little bit of a method to the madness yeah it makes more sense now all right uh, Noah what, what can we expect from this year's board here and I big reds um, I'm hoping MAC champs again like we did last year. Definitely, um, I'm hoping that we can beat Northern. That's that's what I want to do and hopefully go to the playoffs and do good in the playoffs. That's what I'm hoping for. Well, Noah, thank you for joining us. I'm glad to get you out of got, get you out of a wind sprint or two. But uh, I will send you back to Coach Perk. But stay healthy and thanks again for coming on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> So Noel Myuri, you know, all, all the guys we talked to, uh, Caden, Nate, um, intelligent kids, Brady. Yes. That's what I'm noticing. You know, the, the kids, the, the, it's not just the physical part of the game that they're mastering, but the, you can tell that they're thinking yes. and that, the, that they're seeing the game and understanding what they're doing. Well, I said this last week on one of the shows, but when your leaders of your team are all echoing the same message, you know, we all asked them about the GRCC game. And they all said, we'd rather play that than play a team we're going to beat by six, seven scores. They want they want the challenge. They live for the challenge. And, yeah, they get about as big of a challenge as you were going to get because I don't know if anyone outside of – off of anyone besides on 24th Street is going to pick the Big Reds to win that game. It's going to be a real measuring stick game for them early. But, hey, they've been doing it for 10, 15 years. 
week one, it always seems like they're playing one of a pre, uh, one of the premier programs around the state. Yeah, the the the, the thing for me is, is like, and you get it because you grew up in Marysville, but the, that Marysville game at the end of the season, and I think uh, you said it uh, maybe to 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 Caden uh, that he was about two years old the last time they played this game, and so I think for the players, maybe they don't get it yet. But I, I get a feeling when we get to week nine, they're going to come out onto the field and see the, the crowd at Memorial and the atmosphere for that game, and they'll get it pretty quick. Yeah, it's, I'm kicking myself for not asking Coach Perkins about it because I, I remember last year after they scrimmaged Marysville, you know, we went and watched that, and I kind of went down to them, and I was talking to some of the PH coaches I know, and I'm like, guys, why are you playing Warren Collegiate week nine? Play Marysville. Like, no more scrimmaging. Play them, and then and then I saw Coach Meyer, and I was like, Coach, play them week nine. Like, come on, let's get this going. And when I found out, I think it was in about March or April that they were playing, I was over the moon for it because, Dennis, these are the two closest schools in our area. PH is actually closer to Marysville than it is to Northern, and they hadn't played since the mid-2000s. So it's a game that I hope is ha- that happens year over year that this isn't just a uh, a one or two game deal and then it goes away again but it but it's an awesome thing to have back and yeah hopefully it has big playoff implications for both teams whether it's making it or having a home game and I think this the atmosphere at Memorial Stadium is going to be awesome in week nine I just think it's good for the uh, the communities um, and we we did have Northern in Marysville last year uh, and again it was a week one game but again it was a great atmosphere for a, a season opening football game certainly better than you would have gotten had uh, somebody from down Warren or Sterling Heights been up here yeah and it's and I know it's not if for whatever reason it hasn't happened in the past but I'm glad it's happening again but let's go through this big red schedule Dennis we've talked about their opener and their closer but let's go through it so obviously Grand Rapids Catholic Central is their first game that's going to be an uphill battle if they win that game that will send shockwaves throughout the state that will be a game that the Port here and I big reds will be on everybody's radar if they win at the big yes yeah. I just because like like coach Perkins said Grand Rapids Catholic Central they have not – the last game they lost was in 2019, and it was to a team from Illinois. The last time they lost to a team from Michigan was the 2018 semifinals. They lost a two-point game to Edwardsburg. Yeah, you, you win that game, and, and you're in a lot of people's top tens. Yeah, you're – now people are talking, okay, this big red team has bigger aspirations than the Mac Blue. So then they come back, and week two they go down to East Point, East Point's kind of been an enigma. They had the one year where they had a bunch of kids come in, and they were really dominant in 2020, and a majority of them left. And last year they were sometimes good, sometimes bad. Yeah, they were a hard team to gauge because they, they were very athletic. They didn't have a lot of kids, but the kids they had, very athletic, uh, and they were athletes, and they played some strange games. They had that 8-6 game here yeah, against and, Northern, and uh, but St. Clair scored like 50 points 50, on them. Yeah. They shut out Gross Point North. Roseville, they only gave up 35 points, and but then they go and lose the center line. It, it was kind of a back and forth, back and forth 
uh, type of situation. Then they start Mac Blue Play, and a game that, well, seven years ago was a huge game in, in the Mac standings and was was coming becoming a little rivalry. Port Huron and Warren Mott. That opens Mac Blue Play at Memorial Stadium. Yeah, and that's uh, that. Like you say, that had become a rivalry. Uh, that goes back to the to the Chapman era. Those games are always for the league championship. The white. Yeah, uh, and and those were always really good games that went down to the uh, the wire. Um, so uh, again, that that's a nice one for the Big Reds to open league play. But um, we we'll find out more about Northern because we're going there later this uh, week. But uh, I, I really look at it. Uh, Frazier was better last year, but really, PH are the defending champs, and until somebody beats them, it's hard for me to pick against them right now. Well, you mentioned Frazier. They go down there in week four, and Frazier has been a team that has kind of been on the rise a bit lately. They were 1-8 in 2019. Then they were four and three in 2020, and they were six and four in 2021. With two of those losses, <coughs> excuse me, coming to the Port Huron schools. 31-14 loss against Port Huron a year ago, but you get them. They they get PH at home. That could be a tricky game because they, Dennis, remember they're a D1 school now. They have 1,500 kids in 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 that high school. It wouldn't shock me if Frazier was a Mac Blue contender. Yeah, uh, of the of the other teams in the league, they're they're the one that kind of stick out that okay, uh, that team's a, a threat. Obviously Northern is a threat with that defense. We've got some questions about the Huskies offense again. We'll see them later in the week and get a better gauge uh, on that, but uh, the this big red team, I like the confidence. We know the skill players are are good and the other thing that I like about it is they use them. They yeah. use them. I, I don't mind in high school football, guys playing both ways, and you know some people are worried to get burned out. What, whatever, I say your best guys are on the field the most. You've got a better chance of winning. Then week five is the crosstown showdown. Unfortunately for Port here on high, they were supposed to have five home games this year. One's Northern, and the other is the GRCC game. So really, they only have three true home games because um, Northern is technically a home game. It's week five. The the roles were reversed from 2019 last year where Port Huron won the regular season meeting, lost in the playoffs. You know that's been a focal point all offseason. All I know is that like the last uh, six or so meetings between the two schools have been outstanding football games that have gone down to the uh, wire and that anybody could have uh, won. Uh, and that's what I like about this series is that I think these two sides, we're, we're, we've reached an era in, in this battle where these two sides, neither side wants to lose, neither side accepts losing to the other team. We talked about it a lot last year when the rivalry came around. Dennis, for most of the time you were here, when you first got here, you kind of went, all right, Northern's winning the Crosstown Showdown. And then in the 2000s, it flipped. And for about 10 years or so, you went, okay, Port Huron High is winning the Crosstown Showdown. For the last decade, a little less than a decade, seven-ish, seven, eight years, 
it's really been a toss-up. You haven't had blowouts where, I mean, you take a 20-year stretch from about 1990 to, to 2010, and I bet you three-fourths of the games were decided by halftime by the start of the fourth quarter. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, some of those games went into running time uh, at different points uh, throughout them. Yeah, it, it's more of uh, like you really have to think about it. The last few times that we've talked about this game, or just the, the four games that they've played since we've been doing Get Stuck on Sports.com, you really had to think about who's going to win this football game and why. Uh, and, again, all of the games, uh, I, I think the two games the COVID year were both decided by a touchdown or less. Uh, last they only played the one COVID year. They did, oh, it was the year yeah. before they played yeah, regular season playoff game. So they've, they've played like five games in the last three years, and they've all been anybody could win this football game. The last time that the matchup was decided by more than two scores was 2016, and that was a 20-3 to game. Yeah. So even that's not a blowout. You'd have to go back to 2015 to when Port here on high won that game 42-0. That's the last true blowout in the technical sense of the term yeah. that we've had in this rivalry. And then that's the midway point of league play for this team. They still have two more league games, two Lons Cruz North, where that's a program that's struggling right now. That's, I know uh, at one point about 10 or so years ago, they were in a similar spot and they went from 0-9 to a, a really good playoff team. I have to see that to believe it. You have to think that's a game that the rest of the Mac Blue is looking to feast and get their playoff points out of. And then they bring Sterling Heights at home. And traditionally, Sterling Heights the last decade or so have been weaker, although I think they've played a little better. They, they are 1-14 in, in the last two years. Okay, so, yeah. they're, they're The only win last year was a forfeit over Cousins. Yeah. That was every, everybody got a win. Actually, their last over two Cousineau. years, they haven't. <laughs> the last game they won that wasn't a forfeit was against Cousineau in 2019. Yeah. So, they so it's it's been a struggle for the Stallions, um, and so I think the the Big Reds play the tougher part of their league schedule, the the first part, and, and then they close out with the teams that I think they're expected to beat. Well, here's a game that this team shows up on both Port Huron and Northern's non-conference. Warren Fitzgerald. Spartans won eight and one a year ago. Port Huron High has to go down there on week eight. That the week before they play Marysville, that could be a tricky spot. Well, that that could be interesting too because Fitzgerald, in recent years, kind of a wide open run and gun kind yeah. of atmosphere. You're going to be on the turf down there. That might bode well, just as well for the the Big Reds as it does for the the Spartans, because I I think I, I, under the right circumstances, this Big Red team can score in a hurry, uh, and maybe the difference is is that they might be a little bit better defensively. I feel like you might see seventy points at minimum total in that game, and then we talked about it the league close the, the season closer uh, against Marysville at home. That's going to be a really fun game and a game I'm glad to have back on the schedule. We talked about it before, but depending on what Warren Fitz is, depending on what Warren Mott is, depending on what Marysville is, this Port Huron High team could have five or six dogfights. It could have two. You really don't. The only ones you really know is you know Grand Rapids Catholic Central is going to be a tough game. You know Northern is going to be a tough game, but Mott, Frazier, Fitz, Marysville, East Point, 
all are wild cards to me. I think I have a general idea what some of them are going to be, but I really don't know. And uh, and I'll tell you right now that if you ask Coach Perkins uh, and the other coaches and the players here, their focus right now is on one game, right. and that's the one coming up in about 10 days or so when they go to the big house and they play Grand Rapids Catholic Central. Other than that, they're not even thinking about it. Well, that's why we get to because we don't have to strap up the helmets so we can look ahead. But it's it's going to be an interesting year for the Big Reds, Dennis. And I think what's going to be the ultimate decider is we know they have the skill position players. We know we have the guy. They have the guys that can get the ball and score. The question is, are they going to be able to replace a lot in the trenches and be able to win those toughness battles that they admittedly said they kind of they lost and that's what was what was the difference in the playoff game last year yeah well uh the the, the thing that uh, b- before we wrap this up we have to t- talk about it because we've been talking about amari holler for two years now and how good a player and good an athlete and explosive this, this is his junior year now yeah to me this is kind of a show me year i'm expecting big things this year from amari well it's his second year at quarterback now he's familiar with the system and yeah you're, you're expecting him to be the the igniter the, the the thing that really gets this offense going and with so many weapons around him it should take a little bit of the stress off him but yeah I'm not worried about the skill positions here and I think we they have some talent I mean, we sat next to Noah Myuri and like you said he blocked out the sun Caden Rogers is going to be a guy that gets after it especially on the defensive side of the ball but there's more. The, the, the line is five guys. The defensive line is four guys. How are you going to be able to win those games in the trenches? And, like, again, look at their schedule. I don't know. They could have two tough games. They could have six or seven. It's going to be a tough one. All right. We'll go to Northern on uh, Wednesday and start uh, dissecting and figuring out the Huskies. Yep. Sounds good. And, uh, yeah, and then Crosslex Friday. All right. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.